Welcome back to the 13th uh-oh, episode of the Bite Thy Thumb podcast. I'm sure this will be the unluckiest podcast you've ever listened to. It's um, unlucky if you're here listening to it. That's yeah, for sure. 100%. This is the season finale, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. That is the worst. I, right. it's, it okay. might be your season finale, yeah. possibly. After, after that uh, tirade there. Um, so... I'm sorry. I I'm a. I I was out to dinner earlier and I got a margarita, so I was like, you know, I'll do margaritas tonight. So I got a, a bottle of Milagro, and uh, I went downstairs and just made like a like a batch for myself. And then I started tasting. I was like, this is interesting. So I finished one, went back downstairs to pour the second one into it, and then like it was out. So I was like, oh, I'll just like make the next batch. So I go in like the I, where I'll, I had all my stuff, and I I use a like the simply, the simply natural limeade, mm-hmm. and there were two bottles in my fridge, and I grabbed the one that was out near all like my my mixings and stuff, and it was lemonade, and I was like, so that's why this tastes not that great. I was like, I usually it's, make a decent margarita, but <laughs> it's like super sour. No, it's not sour. It's just like. Yeah, it's it's just like a, a lemon margarita. It's Do you like margaritas? Oh my god, I fucking I love I love I, I actually one of the things that I was gonna mention later on is the Longhorn mango margarita is one of the things You've been that talking I, that up. I had a that's what I had. I had a mango margarita at the restaurant and it was awesome. Oh it's so good. And for some reason Longhorn, they just absolutely nail it. They have the salt around the rim that's like mm. very unique. Oh, that's that's interesting. You go salt on the uh, the mango margarita. Well, it's like this like brown give me this sweaty. It's like this brown salt that's like really weird to describe. Dude, it is mm. delicious. It's like kind of tangy. Is it like oh a my um God. Like a, is it like molten salt? Like the the stuff that like, it's it, it people like it, it's used for things that are sweet, but also like meant to be yeah. like kind of spicy. It's like uh salt that they get around. I don't think it's spicy. It's right. not spicy, but like uh, it, it's really good. And it's it, you can get the long pour, which is when they give you like a nice size margarita, but then also give you this massive tumbler on the side and it's oh, not nice. like the regular tumbler it's like yeah. it's got like three extra drinks in yeah. it. i had it i had it on my birthday I, I can't remember if i did i just have one or did i have two that <laughs> it, it is it i was so like honestly like so pleasantly drunk after that mm. it's like the best drunk ever because you also have a steak in your belly mm. and it's it's not Ooh. aggressive or anything but it's just so peaceful so and that's, actually, oh, sorry, the, you go first. Yeah. the the day of my birthday that I had those like one or two, I can't really remember if I had one or two, but some quantity of that mango margarita long pour mm-hmm. on the ride home, I was just like, I'm about to burst. Like I can barely open my eyes. <laughs> and on the ride home, I checked my phone because it buzzed mm-hmm. and it was the freaking Russell Westbrook trade. And I was like, oh, oh shit. This is there insane. we go. The Chris Paul thing. I was like, oh my God. I, uh, <laughs> sorry, James, you want to? 
No, no, no. I'll ask after because it's like really quick. As I say, James, like, do you guys think margaritas are like even real? (laughs) (laughs) The uh, so what I made my my margaritas in is it's the chili shaker. Like the one they give you when you get a Presidente. Oh, fucking love <laughs> Chili's Presidente margaritas. <laughs> my parents, uh, I hope no uh, Chili's corporate doesn't listen to this. My, my parents have been robbing them for years. <laughs> We've got like Ow. a ton of them. You just walk out with it. You just put it in your like in your bag. Oh, the plastic ones. Out. Yeah. Can you be saying that on this though? We gotta Bro, bleep that out. Like it was you, like 15 uh, years ago. <laughs> They're looking Chili's for. Chili's doesn't give a shit. Corporations suck. But like. <laughs> um, isn't it doesn't it have like I mean you can I mean I guess you have napkins on the table, but like see I gotta be honest, and, and I'm not being like holier than thou because God knows I'm never like that. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like I have never stolen a single thing in my entire life. Oh, I think on, it's man. mostly it's mostly because I'm a pussy, honestly. Like it's mostly just because I'm like afraid of the consequences. Mm-hmm. But like I remember in college, I went with uh, my buddy, my roommate, and Whoa. we went to we went to Target, and we were getting like some 3M strips or something. Mm. And I, he was like, "Are these the ones that you think we need?" And I was like, "Yeah, like the Velcro ones." And he was like, "Where?" 3M like the construction stuff. Yeah, like uh, they they sell like oh, like, just like hang shit on and stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he just like opened it and took like three of the strips out. And I was like. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. What are you doing? He was like, What do you mean, bro? Like, you were stolen something from Target. I was like, No, I haven't. Like, fucking, what are you doing? That's, uh, <laughs> I, th- I think taking a thing here and there in college was like what quelled like the sadistic tendencies that I had. So I was like, I was like, These are the thing. This is how, this is like my Dexter. Like, you know, De- Dexter kills the bad guys. Like, I-, I-, I take a thing here and there. I just never, I never like, uh, First of all, I rarely think about it, but oh, that's all I think I, about. <laughs> I just, I look that's like I go to a store. I'm just like, all right. Well, I also worked in retail, so I know where all the cameras are. <laughs> yeah, so like, I guess that's true. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not out here like you know robbing stores. It's just, <laughs> but you got, you got but if you thought. need an iPhone, like let me know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Isn't that like, how it think? Isn't that how it starts though? When it's premeditated, like I don't go in stores and think, "Let me look at all the shit I could rob." I don't think anyone. Yeah, no, but like I, I, like it, once you've done it, like you, you start to like realize you like these stores. Like no one, like also well, it depends most, on the store. Like most stores, the employees aren't paid to <laughs> to chase after you. Like, yeah, have you seen? Have you seen that I, in Atlanta? The no chase. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a real thing. When I worked at Sears, oh, yeah. they told us they were like, "Don't." Don't go after them. Like we, first of all, they were like, we have people who do that, and like, also, oh, yeah. you have no reason to go after these people like, for like two dollars worth, for like of, a t-shirt. Yeah, like like we, thirty we, cents. We have security, and also like you're, you know, sixteen. Like we, we don't need you to run after this this grown human stealing a t-shirt. Uh, What's the most expensive thing you ever stolen? I don't know, like a box of cookies like <laughs> jewel yeah <laughs> one million dollars the english crown uh <laughs> um my no, little so brother like, tried to steal a pack of uh big league chew from dick sporting <laughs> goods and like he basically just he just walked out like we we he was in the carriage at the time he was like very young and when he walked in, he was like, look, I took this and we were like wait a minute no you can't do that like, is, is your whole family like that but fucking, I'm not. Hey, listen, that's the first time. I, I have never said anyone's name. Yeah, but you my said social the, security number is one one one. 
I had to edit so much what? stuff out the last episode because of you, James. This is, this is one side. Okay. You kept repeating the same thing. I had to keep getting rid of. <laughs> I know what it is, too. Um, my, One of my buddies in college, <laughs> there's, there's this, like, a particular star market <laughs> in Austin that just, like, they had to, like, reduce their night hours because kids would just steal from them. <laughs> that, that's not the one that's on Boylston Street, right? You no, it's Austin, it's the right? one on, uh, on ComF, like. We, we, you and I have been in there together, but like, oh, is it? Oh, we're near where I lived, like right, like a block away from where I live. It's across from a parking to, lot. It's not next to Prudential Center, is it? No, no, no. So like way, uh, way at the end, like uh, down BU's campus, not, not like the Fenway side, like all, like West Campus where what I live. Goddamn Star Markets are there? I thought there was only like two. No, they bought out Shaw's, so like all of Shaw's is now Star Market. It's crazy. Uh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, I'm my, simply, yeah, I'm simply incorrect. Yeah. There's, one, there's, there's one, one. One. So like this one, like has an, like, uh, at the parking lot side, like if you're going from Bab, like not Bab, like where I lived on Babcock street, but if you're going from, um, just the side street, not come the other side from come Ave, like they have an escalator up and, <laughs> and my buddy used to just go and like shop. He take the escalator up. He'd shop with a carriage. And then he'd take the carriage down the escalator, and then he would just shove his shit in his backpack, and he'd run out. Oh my god! Uh, but most of these people probably had like the financial means to buy it, right? Not no, 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 no. most of us like the at ones B- of us. Yeah. What? The one at BU? I mean, you said yeah. there was like every kid had a Lamborghini there. Uh, those were kids from like foreign country. I'm talking no, about the kids from, I don't like, think like I don't think honestly I don't think that rich kids steal as much because they like no. paying money for stuff because if they do it they, if they do it's just for the thrill of it they, they could probably just like They're like look bro i spent 90 dollars with my dad's credit card like <laughs> no like that like like not for nothing like 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 my you know my college roommate he came from like a you know pretty well off family but like at the time he was definitely like you know as broke as i yeah, was yeah because when you get broke. cut off people don't realize like your parents yeah. cut you off like what the fuck can you do and even like it's you, not even like, like you're guys, cut like you, off it's like, like you guys you're just know like not... my buddies who were like well off but like uh, once you're in college like a lot of times like sometimes they get like a like you know some money from their parents but it was yeah like, but it's different like there are kids yeah. like like so i like my friends were always like yes they came from like like nice towns mm-hmm. but their parents weren't like connected to their oh, debit no. cards or anything but right. also when i so when i was a senior and I was an RA and I had to, yo, what's up, LP? When I was an RA, I basically lived, so I couldn't find anyone at that point. Every single person that I knew was an upperclassman and living off campus. And I had to live with these two or three sophomores that I met from when so the first year i was in ra i couldn't fill my suite i had to live in freshman housing so i got these bunch of random oh. freshman kids well, and how many three people of, in the room so it was a single because i was in ra which was important you lived with but, uh, the kid that i met right the, a yes real, a real asshole continue <laughs> james is like i don't want to hear anything else no but it was me and a single but total in the suite there was 12. oh but so, separated rooms Separate yes, doors, so they, there was oh. two quads, two quads and a triple. Yep, it was a nightmare. It was that's like boot like, camp. That's but, so many people. So, no, boot so camp's two worse. Of them, I, I take that back. Two of them in the triple on my side. I was at. I actually got close with. They were actually wicked cool and like wicked normal. So there's um, no uh, real quick. There's no way statistically that you're gonna get along with every person no. when, you, when you live with twelve people. No, it was oh. bad. Like the kid they lived with, like 
smelled basically and that's uh, an issue that a lot of kids have as an ra i can you say that all right like, your cat is adorable i just see her behind sorry i don't i don't don't don't, don't oh, say the no, cat's no, name do not apologize we can go on a miley's tangent <laughs> whenever the hell we want she is the most photogenic pure i can't wait till you guys can actually come over because she's not like you know my You're cousin shit again <laughs> enough of that but like my cousins have cats and they're cute but like when you come over they are gonzo like they are upstairs as far away under the bed away from human civilization as they can physically get miley is not like that like she will come like flop over on your foot like like beg you oh, to touch yeah. her belly like she's like a dog it's crazy so I, i'm excited for people to get the experience that in the flesh yeah, if you can't see Ethan's whipping out the margarita from Chili's. Oh yeah, but anyway, so 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 to finish. Oh my god, the fucking stove. <laughs> we were just went off like you, yeah. Oh wait, wait, real quick, real quick. <laughs> what what are the on it? <laughs> what are, what are what are like the what are the main quickly like what are the main ingredients of just a regular margarita? And we can continue with the smelly triple, triple sec, uh, tequila and lime juice. That's it. Yeah. No, it's got to be more okay. than that. No, All right, tell me more about tell me more the, the about long, this thing. Longhorn mango sauce. But anyway, so. <laughs> So like, so my senior it year, have the Longhorn mango sauce. It's not a margarita. Sorry, oh, <laughs> dude, I can't fucking wait. So my senior year, I got put in like the nicest building. I got like hooked up. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And they're like, hey, you get to pick three people to live with you, and they all get singles. It's like, holy shit, this is like easy. But literally, I could not find any of my friends that wanted to live on campus. Like, they were all so – because obviously, like, you know, yeah. at that point, you're an adult. Senior year, you want to live in an apartment, yeah. You want to live in an apartment, yeah. And, yeah. like, Mission Hill, there's some cool places. Austin and Brighton, there's some cool you places. You also lived in the middle of, like, one of the coolest cities ever. Well, that's like, the thing. Like, my suite was – like, honestly, dude, my suite was fucking Austin. awesome. Like, the building was beautiful. Yeah. And so so I asked those kids because they were still sophomores, and they, they actually ended up going to apartments the next year. But – they were still living on campus. So they were like, yeah, dude, easily. Like we're going to have the like way better housing than we should. But one of those kids I lived with was like one of those rich kids. And he wasn't even like, he was from Somerville, which I understand Somerville's got a lot of money, but like, it's not even one of those ones that you think of. It's like an up like, and coming town. I think. I remember yeah. he would go grocery shopping and just buy all this ridiculous shit. And I was like, bro, like do you work like i've never seen you like go work and he was like nah nah like me and my sister have my dad's credit card like he just has like a copy for each of us i was like you gotta nab one of those that's i was like i I remember talking to him i was like you understand like that is much different than like 85 (laughs) to 90 percent of people on this campus in his defense like that it sounds like he didn't even bring it up he was just buying groceries and then like finally got asked and he was like yeah my dad's yeah but that's the thing like they don't even think about it because i remember i'd be like oh like i could use a couple of these and he's like yeah bro like i got you like i'll hook up with like 40 rolls of toilet paper and i was like dude that's like awesome and i was like you haven't worked a day in your life though like like, where what what is this and he was like yeah dude you get drunk on on wednesdays (laughs) like like how are you getting all this money Nah, he was, he was he was a cool ass dude, but like, and he honestly like, he wasn't one of those kids that was like super spoiled by it. But mm. I just always found it interesting because it's like, you know, when you're when I was in college, like, I was literally buying the cheapest. Like, I was like, all right, I'll buy a five pack of chicken tenders and fucking, you know, as as pack. as efficient as I could possibly be. Remember when I brought you to the BU dining hall and you were just like, oh, the the steamed <laughs> rice baby, oh my god. 
24 hour rice. That was... If if I, th- it's it's a really a good thing that I didn't go to BU because if I had <laughs> access to it the, was, uh, it was really hard. I remember we went a couple times, you know, we, uh, we, we, we had candles and beers and all types of stuff. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and they had, I remember one night we went to the dining hall and it was like, Hey, it's, it's, it's local chef night yeah, where yeah, we got yeah. like five different people that are like, here's my, my grandma's special chicken. That was like, yeah, I'll take one I of these that. and one of these. They'd host like, so for the listener, like BU, the West campus would always do it the most, but like most of like there, there were four dining halls and like each one would try to host local businesses, like business chefs at least once a semester. So like they'd like bring their menu to the different stations at BU and like do that the whole night and it was awesome every single time. Yeah, I mean like it was it was cool. Like Wentworth had chicken tenders whenever you wanted them. They were terrible. Um, <laughs> you know, you could get like a wrap that had chicken tenders in them. Nah, don't 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 uh, don't shit on Wentworth like that. I I remember when like I toured, I fell in love with that campus. Like it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, the food I loved was. It awful the food was just <laughs> that's like abhorrent. my sister's school my sister my sister's like the best thing on the menu is is like the chicken Dude, nuggets like, my brother my brother who goes to emmanuel i remember when i dated someone from emmanuel i would go over there and like the food was amazing mm-hmm. and the way that they're set up because wentworth was really like living on the edge because you had a dollar quantity that was hooked up to your meal plan so like Same, when you're yeah. a freshman you have fifteen hundred dollars you know, every meal is like between 10, eight, you know, breakfast right. could be like six bucks, you know, but you can, you can get more stuff like, and I was fat and often hung over. So I was always, <laughs> you know, getting whatever I wanted. And, and, and a lot of it was like comfortish kind of food. Mm-hmm. And w- the way that it works at a manual is you just pay to swipe into the cafeteria. It's like eight yeah, or $9. Yeah. You get, you know, three swipes a day or whatever it is. And you can just you can fill up two plates with mm-hmm. as much shit as you want and then eat and then go back without right. swiping. Like, yeah, so BU you can is, consume as much as you want. It's insane. BU would give you the choice for the meal plan. Like you could buy the unlimited, which gave you like you could go into the dining hall as many times as you want and like get whatever you want. And then like what I did after the like, you you have to have the unlimited in your freshman year. And then like every year after that, you have choices. So I like you could I always did the 14 plus, which was like you get essentially like you get 14 swipes in a seven day period and like you can use three in one day, but that just means you get one less one of like one of the other days. Uh, but you get more dining points where dining points you could spend at like Starbucks on the campus or like a bagel place on the campus. Um, and then like people would get the apartment plan, which is like, you know, you get like 200 swipes for the semester, which is like, you know, less than, 0.25 a day technically but like you get twelve hundred dollars Those are people who have kitchens and they're right, gonna be like, doing their own stuff but, th- but then like they the thing was always like the less swipes you get the more dining points they gave you so like you get less time in the dining hall but they give you nine hundred dollars for the semester at any of the other places that take like the dining dollars so like the, the like i said like starbucks uh the bakery like things that like bu owned and were just like because they own the building, they were like, you have to do a deal with us where like, you'll take our dining points. Yeah. Um, well, because it's the same. It, it, so here's my question. Mm-hmm. If, if you ran out of swipes or points or whatever, yeah. could you like run your debit card for yeah. like the equivalent of a swipe? What yeah. was the equivalent of a swipe? 
I I think I heard it one time because I I was uh, Jared the one on Bay State Road like the I think I took you there once like it, it was where I lived freshman year but like that that it's road one eight 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 crypto coin <laughs> no like I I had heard a kid because I because like the problem with that one the one that I the dining hall where I lived in freshman year it's like the it was the brand semi brand new one at the time but they do a thing where you have to uh press your car like your ID against like a scanner. And then use your fingerprint before it like opens the gates for you. Where like everything else is like either you give someone your ID, they tap it, and like you're done, or whatever. Like this this one for some reason just does this. So like I was you know struggling because it was if you if you like have your finger at the wrong angle, you have to keep trying it over and over. It was awful. But uh, there was a kid next to me who who I think he paid like like I think it was seven fifty for the. You just walk in. Yeah, and do ours you want. was like yeah. eight ninety five, but like that's what I mean. Like, even if you run out of swipes, like for eight bucks, if you can it's go nothing. in and yeah. do as Unlimited. much da- as yeah. much damage as you want, I mean, that's unbelievable. Whereas, you know, at Wentworth, that was the thing. Like, a, you know, you got the unlimited meal plan as a freshman, which makes sense. At Wentworth, you had to get the fifteen hundred dollar meal plan for a semester, which honestly, a lot of kids who were like fucking athletic and just eating themselves out of house and home, like right. you know myself barely athletic like <laughs> you know you ran out of the fifteen hundred dollars like yeah. at like you know with two weeks left you'd be like oh <laughs> fuck like for it we're in trouble boys and then it's like in the 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 prices in real dollars because the meal plan dollars are basically real dollars mm-hmm. like 8.95 for whatever the fuck they're serving for dinner was right. bullshit it was gross it's like yeah. i'd much rather get uber eats but then you get sucked in this thing where you're like oh great so now i'm gonna get uber eats or like take mm-hmm. out food every single night of my life because the meal plan is too great right. but i'm a freshman and i don't have any ways to cook food yeah, like, yeah. that's dude, like my what was your i'm uh, sorry go ahead Ethan. i want to say one more thing so my um what was i gonna say uh you talking about meal plan and then <laughs> Sorry, my, my, James, my, what was your dining experience talk, yeah. like? I you haven't touched on your base. It's probably similar to to what Ethan said. His sister got a would. bowl of slop and you know, like, <laughs> like once a day, right? They would push it underneath like the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, <Boom>. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you'd hear like, like <laughs> it was it was pretty uh gross, honestly. Like I I because the the this the thing I struggled with was like around college, around sophomore years, when I tried to like start eating healthy, like I wanted to lose weight and I didn't want to like get used to eating stuff after college like that. Which you did, uh, to be fair. Yeah. And that, but the hardest part is like the only thing that they can make is is like chicken tenders, cheeseburgers, pizza. Like Grill snacks. food. And I, and I understand like that. That's like, you know, what college kids eat. I understand that. But like I just chose the wrong thing at the wrong time. But they always had like a healthy section. But sometimes it was just like gross gone like it was oh. some days it was just like popcorn chicken i was like bro what the fuck I can't this. <laughs> and then I, i'd have to drive out but yeah my, my meal plan was i did the dining dollars just be, mm-hmm. because um the the meal plan was just kind of complicated so i just did the dining dollars and i, I try to your, yours was like the same like you could use the dining dollars like other places on campus too right like besides the dining well we, yeah i mean because the, the thing is with my school is that there's there's like five different campuses, but they're like spread out. So like there was one in the Bronx, there was one in Manhattan, there was one in um like upstate New York. So it's not like they were, you know, in walkable distance mm-hmm. or whatever. So we had like two cafeterias on our campus, but they just served the same food. So it didn't really 
it didn't really matter. But what was cool is if we had extra dining dollars, we can just like buy, we can put in orders of just like shipments of shit. So like you would oh, see, that's cool. you would just see students like at, at like the last week, just pack their car up with like containers of Gatorades. <laughs> and I'm like, is this even like, Bro, makes that's sense? smart. Shame. That's smart. We, yeah. Yeah. We had the same thing because there was so like the way ours worked was like your dollars would roll over your first semester. So if you had like 200 extra bucks that would roll over to your Yeah, but then after total. the second semester, it's gone, right? After the second one, you got to use it. So like the last yeah. two weeks, kids would literally be getting like three 24 packs of Monster. I would be like, that <laughs> looks bad for you. Like, well, like that's too much caffeine in like, like 10 cubic feet. The thing about the, uh, so there's a BU plan that was like, the 1300 i got a funny story it's good it's all after. yeah why, why it, do the bu plates have such fucking like the the alabaster plan like, they're so I'm, weird uh because like, be like they they literally had to give like the specific name probably so they didn't get sued for like you know kids getting screwed over but uh though there was one called it was like the 1300 swipe plan so in it's for the whole year you get 1300 swipe it's, it's, jared it's just the, the apartment plan like if you lived in like the, the bu apartments and you wanted a dining hall, but you like you wanted to go to the dining hall occasionally, but you also cooked your own food. Um, Thirteen hundred swipes ends up being like you know once a day for the whole year, but you also get a ton of dining points with that. And what people would do was apparently that because they just wouldn't use it, they'd get the get the plan, for, they wouldn't use it the whole first semester or occasionally, and then if you converted it to the uh, like one of the other plans usually the the unlimited plan they would take all of the remaining swipes and convert it to dining points mm -hmm. so like you you know whatever they gave you for the say they for the first semester so they hooked it up for the first semester say they gave you wow. $500 in dining points with your swipes you don't use any of the swipes you convert it to a different dining plan they like you would have the second semester with like two thousand dollars in dining points, dining dollars. So like, people like same thing. Like people at the end of the, the the school year, people would have like crazy amounts of money left. So they would buy like they would buy themselves like a like a four hundred dollar Starbucks gift card, and they, <laughs> they, they that, bro, that's crazy. Is that yeah, it? yeah. So like they would leave and they'd have Starbucks for like three years. It was awesome. I don't know like, how they cheated the system like that, but it was it was so cool. We had a we so we had a Starbucks sort of thing on our campus where so it was like a Starbucks logo. Mm -hmm. It was a it was like a cafe, you know, like a Starbucks cafe kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we had that too. We had one of those in our in our uh, bookstore, catering to the college before it, kids. Before it, it wasn't it wasn't like really Starbucks though. It was yeah. like. Oh, the, 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 the Starbucks we had, the Starbucks we had was ran by the students and it was just awful. Like these yeah. students that like you would ask them to do some sometimes and they would just be like, nah, we're out. And you're like, you didn't even look like what sometimes <laughs> would be like, do you have any, any of this flavor? It'd be like, nah, so that's, that's what we had at our, at the previous bookstore that was in Kenmore before they sold it. Mm. Now it's further down campus and it doesn't have a Starbucks anymore, but like. That was that one was like the cafe, so you couldn't use your dining points there. You could use like convenience points, which is basically just like a debit card. Like you'd you'd put like your own money on a on your your ID. Like you'd mm -hmm. buy like a hundred dollars of convenience points. You can use it 
at places that didn't take dining dining dollars or swipes. Mm-hmm. Um, then like the other Starbucks, like the one in the question, like the in the uh, the business questionable. College. Was it a real Starbucks or like one of those? Eh. The one in the bookstore wasn't. It was a cafe, but Ugh. the real like the business school has a real Starbucks. The uh, and there's another one somewhere else. I forget, but there's there's two that take dining points. Um. All right. Well, so I, I, I college talk. Yeah, that was. Pretty I cool. can't believe that it's been this long without us talking about the NFL draft that we. Uh, I know. Yeah. Probably because all. Of oh, college to college. Probably, be, probably because we drafted oh. a man named McCorkle. Uh, see, you see. All right. So I actually, I, I. So you know, to to break the fourth wall and bring you guys behind the curtain here. I regularly, by the way, it's not really Jarrett. Sorry. Uh. (laughs) My name is Mac Jones. I am the quarterback (laughs) of the New England Patriots. Um, But I usually listen to our episode legitimately one week after we record, which is like. That's usually when I send it to you guys. Yeah. I mean, Ethan audio engineers, the absolute bags out of these bad boys. But, um, you know, so I listened to it today and. Your take on Mac Jones seven days ago was way less harsh than it was on draft night. Like when yeah. you were talking about Mac Jones, you were like his biggest, like, you know, the biggest detraction from him is that he went to Alabama and played behind with good guys, but you were, you didn't even think that was a valid criticism. No, so I, bullshit. No, I, I don't like, know. His name is McCorkle. Yes, How can you dare can I, draft no, no, him? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not actually not going to argue. I, I. Oh man. I. I I'm gonna be it's the phone. same thing. Like I'm excited. I. I'm just. No, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's like Jared tries so hard to get like an argument going, and it's just. <laughs> I think it would have. I would have when I said when I was defending like the he doesn't deserve that kind of criticism. It was more for teams like at, at the time we, quote unquote. We were told San Francisco was going to take him with, uh, I remember this and all like Jared, as you know, like an overall better receiving core. Um, he looks like a pretty in the making. I think I think we I think we have a. I don't disagree, uh, but I I think we have a better offensive line, as of now. Or without a question, we have, we might have the best offensive line in the league. Yeah, um, really? and and he yes. played. He Did we get played, No. Oh. No, he went to Atlanta, and they're gonna ruin him. Um, oh, how dare you! It's a hot take. Like Atlanta, I, I feel like Atlanta just ruins everyone. Well, like, their head coach is a tight end centric. Their new head coach is like a big they, fan of using tight ends. What they already want to call him a, a wide receiver. Did you hear that? They, they no. already want. They are, yeah, they already want to class up, like run him as a wide receiver. Ah, oh. it sucks. Like, I don't what? believe it. I'm serious. I saw. I saw, uh, I think I saw it yesterday. But um, back to back to Max Jones. So, so for the listeners who don't uh, watch the draft, which God bless you because you shouldn't. Uh, oh, they had, I a, it they was had good a big this year. turnout. They had a huge what turnout. No, no, I the it draft. Was good this year. So I wanted to say. Normally, humans just should not watch the draft. This year. First round was awesome. Like it, Yo, it was so exciting. They like, did I a loved great. It. You yeah. know what they did? They someone told them at the end of last year. They said, "Hey, <laughs> Roger, marketing department, TV team, what would be better for you guys to do is not ask every single prospect what the most tragic death in their lives are, oh and God. then do thirty seconds on it because 
you know, the 2019 draft, I'm not kidding. I mean, this is a widely shared sentiment. And I heard yeah, a couple yeah. podcasts I listened to this morning after the draft. The number of depressing draft awful. day death stories they did like two years ago is <laughs> absurd. James, Every James, single it was terrible. It was like Johnny Johnson's safety out of Texas Tech. And I got to say, Marv, he had a dog die. His mother died. His uncle died. This kid's got a lot of deaths in his life. And you're right. Yep, he's got a great form, but most importantly, he's motivated yeah. to play through the deaths of his three-fourths of his family, Marv. It was a massive fire, and he is motivated <laughs> to make it happen at the next level. And it's just like, what do you do as a fan? Like, you, do you cheer at that point? Do you? Do you and like, do, you're just like, man, I'm excited. Like, he can play football. Like, the why best are we example doing of this? that of that this year was Najee Harris was homeless and lived in a home like a homeless shelter, and we heard nothing about it except for like he took a picture. Awesome, awesome moment. Like he took a picture at the yeah. homeless shelter that he lived in. Yeah, it was and awesome. Like, yeah, like he went there on draft day, like when they were having like a draft day party because he was getting drafted. Which is like, that's what I want. But like, don't be like, oh, you know, he was homeless no. for seventeen they, years of his life. It's like they well, didn't they didn't force like, it. Like they didn't like, force. But it's yeah. it's it, that's how it should be. Like it's the yeah. NFL draft. Like these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Like it's a happy and like, also like Quiddy Pay, which was a great example uh, because. He was this amazing story. He comes from West Africa. His mother survived multiple uh, civil wars. And in this incredible story of perseverance, she worked like two jobs to put him through private school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he rewards it. He says, like, you, you are retired today. Like, we, we accomplished something never great. never going to work again. That's the angle that it should be. It's a positive thing. Like, and you, you know what? To the NFL. Yeah. Like, that's no, a good he's... thing. We don't need to focus on your no. fucking dead parents or whatever the fuck it is. Like, and it's so depressing. Did you actually hear his con- – like, uh, I heard – when I was out to dinner, like, I heard his contract. It's – he got a $7 million signing bonus, and then he's guaranteed $13 million What's after that. Yeah. So he's he's it's being in the first round is very important. Yeah. Uh, and like Oh, so he was James, a first round pick. Yeah, so James Number 21 uh, just overall, yeah. Just for the context, Colts. so the NFL in the NFL contracts are normally not totally guaranteed. Like they'll they'll guarantee a certain amount and then everything after that is like if you play incentives kind of thing. Um when you're drafted in the first round, they require a guaranteed contract. So Yeah, like, it's like a rookie oh, scale. Yeah. So I mean What's it's not like, signed to uh, he got he didn't he got drafted by Indy, the Colts. The Colts. Oh, that's um, a cool way to say it. I didn't even that went over my head. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, yeah. So like, that's the kind of like it's just really cool to see these young like, and I hate when they, you know, say that they have had some tragic thing happen to them. Um, obviously they 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 couldn't do this do it this year because like most of it wasn't in in person. But like another thing is even if they're like not like. You know, announcing, oh, you know, his his whole family died in a fire. Like, they'll be like, they'll get the kid up to like the mic, and they'll be like, so you know, now that you've been drafted, what's it like to you know have your whole family dead and uh and to make this kind of money? And the kids like, you know, you think they're up. watching over yeah. you right now in this sad, tragic, bittersweet yeah. moment? It's the best <laughs> best day of the kid's life, and they're asking them what the worst thing that's ever happened to them. And they're like, they're tearing up. They're like, Wait. Look, look how emotional they are. It's like, yeah, of course they're emotional. Did like, Najee did Najee Harris uh, play in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do like? Ha- Jerry, so you, was- 
So, uh, sorry, James, you asked your question, then we'll go back to some of the, the drafts. Was he homeless before? Like, he started playing in college? or like when when he Yeah, was I think it, 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 it was like when he was very, very young. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. There was a picture but, of him. When he, uh, he looked yeah. like he must have been like... Like 12. Like yeah. 9 or 10. Yeah, so somewhere in that 10 to 12 range, I suppose. Okay. I mean, it, it's really incredible. Like, he seems like he is a really, really nice guy. He had a Lowe's commercial. And you can just tell a lot of times, like, just the way guys talk and the way they... They seem to present themselves. He just seems like he's a freaking awesome guy. And, and he, so, uh, kind of transitioning a little bit. So we made a couple, you know, predictions and, and, and conversation. Jarrett, you predicted Najee to the Steelers, and you were 100% correct. Um, yeah. Because they just never get it wrong. We predicted ever. Najee to the Steelers and Jamar to the Bengals. We were right on both of those accounts. Yeah. So uh, if, you know, anyone, uh, any scouts are ever looking for information, guys, to predict, like, hit us up. We are always right, clearly. I wrote um, the crystal ball for you for a price. Actually, Jerry, I I, I may, may need to be corrected on this next week, but I'm pretty sure you predicted Mac Jones dropping to 15. <laughs> yeah. What was he at before? Well, it was realistic three. because, really, it was like, oh. it was – a lot of people said, yep, he's going to be the pick at three, but also basically oh. everybody else was like, I don't believe that. You're, you're going to go on and how you said you think he's going to be like, potentially he could be a good fit for the Patriots. Yeah, I think he's a good I mean, fit. It's just, sorry, James. Jared, well, what, so, what, what are his like cons though? Like what is the biggest? So is, his, his pros are, he's very smart. He's good at identifying coverages and the defensive schemes at the line of scrimmage, making adjustments. He's the kind of quarterback that will be, you know, he was that guy every year. There's a guy where, you know, scouts are like, oh, my God, this kid just remembered. He had such good recall. Yeah. He listed every offense he's ever played <laughs> in since he was 12. Like, you know, all these things that scouts get enamored with. Um, he's got a really good mental side of the ball. He was, you know, an alpha. He was a leader at Alabama on a team that had a bunch of, you know, a bunch of super good athletes and super great prospects, which is interesting. Um, and he's very accurate with the ball. He's he's got a good medium range arm. He's because... saying the al- he's saying the alma mater, top okay. to bottom, perf- perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> the cons the cons are he is you know limited athletically for sure. Yeah. One of the more limited athletes in the draft. He's definitely going to be kind of like that, he's, not a, he's not a mobile. That a picture mobile of him. No. That picture of him walking down the hallway, just just looking like a. I mean, like whatever. A, like a, I, I, I don't know. care. No, no, no. But it was like he just looked like a pear-shaped principal. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah. with the suit. Yeah. That was awful. No, I mean, I, honestly, <laughs> so terrible I, look. I, I think I think it was a good pick because yeah. Micah Parsons had went. The three main wide receivers had went. I thought that one of them would fall to 15. kind of glad we didn't pick Micah Parsons. Okay. No, I like Micah yeah. Parsons. I, I would have wanted him at 15, honestly. But, like, I don't think there was any player at that point that had dropped that we should have picked over Mac Jones because yeah. the reality is he presents a totally different type of quarterback than Cam Newton. Cam Newton is very mobile. His main yeah. upside is his ability to be brute force running, you know, in short yarded situations from the quarterback yeah. position where we have Mac Jones. He's a guy who wants to pass the ball. And yeah. he was, the difficult thing was he had a great, a great offensive line, you know, two guys that got drafted in the first round. Um, and he had two the guy guys on the left tackle, just the largest human being who's ever existed. A beast, a beast. Just, it, it, 
in like, in two wide receivers that got drafted what six and yeah. ten or and maybe what, maybe one of the greatest college wide receivers ever like yeah i mean in 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 to his credit he did very well with them he he made those throws he was supremely accurate he put it on a dime every time the only problem was just the combine like his combine performance of just like missing like he was missing and that's no the combine means nothing to any like it really it really doesn't because guys who don't go there are great guys who perform great end up being busts He's got a, he's got a high bust potential. I mean, I mean that's the reality of a situation. Is we mentioned this last week that every, every quarterback class yeah. essentially has a fifty percent hit rate. But also, and, uh, I'd like to give a little rare Ethan positivity there. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Settle down, settle down. Uh, even if he's a bust, like we, Jared, like as you know, like. We haven't been – we're not expecting to win the Super Bowl in the next five years. So, like – And also, we didn't trade up for him. And, right. and that's the thing. Like, and, and, and I'll go through my – so, so if, actually, I might as well just do this now. Yeah, please, 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 please. You know, going through the draft night, first of all, I'd say it was really, really exciting. Like, it was a really exciting draft. I was locked in on the first 15 picks or so, and – you know, the whole time, you know, basically once it got to seven and fields hadn't been picked, I was like, oh my God, like there's a real chance. That my fields. heart was racing. Yeah. You can ask Kendra. I was so excited. Like uh, my, my, I, I was screaming every pick and then I was worried about the Broncos because basically yeah. all the intel all week was that the Broncos would take fields. Like they didn't care about lock. What and I know they traded for they Bridgewater, do? but they, but they, Patrick Sertan is a legit, yeah superstar lockdown corner like i think he's going to be really good and he's one of those guys that because of the number of quarterbacks in the top half of the draft he gets pushed down he's fantastic and the broncos have a good defense like that makes sense for them to take him Mm -hmm. but once he didn't go nine i was like oh my god like we could really get him and then it was the dallas pick and i remember there being talks about new england trading up with dallas and then i saw the I'm, I'm I'm watching the TV and you know how it's it's it says the Dallas banner in the bottom and then it says the pick has been traded. I'm like, oh my god, we did it! We got Fields. I was freaking the fuck out, and it was whoever the Eagles or somebody trading up to get Devonta Smith. I was like, okay, great. And then it was eleven, the Giants pick, and it was traded up, and I didn't feel as good about that one because I was like, the Giants and the Patriots don't have the greatest relationship and. And it was the Bears, and I got to say, and here was my reaction, and, and I'll go into depth a little bit more about my 40-year-old dynasty league because they're my favorites. And the commissioner, the guy that puts in the most amount of effort and does all these little mini games and all these awesome, awesome things, um, he's a Bears fan. And, James, just to kind of fill you in, the Bears are one of these franchises that have never, ever, ever had a good quarterback. Like. Okay since the 70s and they've had good teams but they've just been tortured because every guy they draft whether he's the first pick or you know a top 15 just guy cut it he just always crumbles and it ends up being oh. a disaster it's kind of sad yeah and, and it actually is kind of a sad story they trade up they get justin fields and like 
it was really like a like a meaningful moment for him. Like, so we have that sleeper chat, you know, where in our league, uh, the 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 bite thy thumb league, yeah, in that league with the forty year olds, we literally talk on it like every single day, like just about right, random yeah. football stuff. And you know, when the Bears traded up, like we were all like legitimately happy for him. It was like, hey man, like you've been through a lot of shit. Like you really the guy, the commissioner. Yeah, because he's a Bears fan, and the Bears oh. traded up for Fields, and it was like, wow, like, you know. Are you glad Patriots, that Justin Fields went there? Well, I mean, I wanted him to go to the Patriots. Like, I, I, you know, honestly. So, wait, when they happy, trade up, when they trade up, does that bump the Patriots down? Is that what? Folks no, are? no, but it's like, so the Patriots were at 15, and the Bears traded up to 11. So, they, they, oh. they jump frogged the Patriots, and they took Fields, which made sense. I'm sure that the Patriots had the opportunity to trade up there. But the thing is, you have to give up legit assets to trade up that far. You have to give up picks yeah. in the future. And they're very valuable. And But, you know, from a Patriots fan's perspective, I really wanted him. But if I had to pick any team to get him besides the Patriots, the Bears are the ones that felt the least bad because – they have been so overdue for a quarterback for yeah. so long. They've been in so much agony that it's like, you know, if we can't have him, he may as well go to the place where they'll really, really appreciate him. What, what makes Fields better, though, in your eyes than um, Mac Jones? What's his name? Yeah, so, so I would say that one of the issues with Fields versus Mac Jones is – you know, Fields, first of all, is, is 10 times the athlete, you know, 20 times the athlete. He's incredibly fast. He's a dual threat um, where Mac Jones is not. But Mac Jones is a guy that's able to go through his progressions. Basically, you know, every play, you have your first option. You know, we run this play, and the first guy you look at, you hope that guy's open. That's who we want to throw it to. Right. But if he's covered, then you go to the second option. And if the second option is covered, then you go to the third option. The thing about the NFL is some quarterbacks just aren't as good at going from first option to second option to third option. If the first option is not there, they start to freak out. And, you know, you got the pass rush coming. They're a little panicked. You know, so it's Fields, easier. Fields was good at that? Or? Fields is great at that because he's yeah. supremely athletic. But his, you know, read progression going from the first read to the second read to the third read wasn't as good like – he wasn't as good evaluating the defense as Mac Jones was, yeah. which, you know, there's a lot of athletic quarterbacks that come to the NFL and struggle because they can't do the visual mental work that a football field requires. And Trevor Lawrence, the reason why he was one is because he's good at all We can do it. both. Yeah he, yeah, he can. He's amazing at going through the progressions. He's amazing at the line of scrimmage. He's a genius. Transcendent. He's yeah. six, six. He's super fast. I do you mean, think he's going to hold up, or do you think he's going to be like yes. one of those? Yeah. I think the Jag <laughs> he's going to struggle his first year because the Jaguars are a horrible organization, and they did some stupid things with their draft picks, and they have no defense. But he will be personally successful his first year. So he'll go 6-10, and ten, and then his second year, They'll be they'll they'll Beautiful. be a competitive realty. You know what would have been sick? It would never would have happened, but like if the Jags were just like to Green Bay, we'll give you the first pick. Like give us give us Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Like, no. Well, I was thinking the thing is, so I don't think there was another quarterback in this draft to do that for, but the Aaron Rodgers bombshell news that he wanted to be traded from Green Wait, Bay. So just like legit before like 
minutes before the first hours hours before yeah. the draft was it yeah. hours i thought it was minutes like ba- like two hours or so i think it was like five o'clock that day because i remember the first tweet came out and it was like yeah rogers is still unhappy in green bay and we were like oh yeah like we kind of knew that right and then there and was then another Schechter. tweet then Schechter there was another tweet and it was like nuke. no 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 he he like is thinking about not reporting like he's he's not gonna participate in green bay like, <laughs> where, where is this used to play bay. What's up? What's up? What's his issues with Green Bay? They've so, wasted him. <laughs> that's that's a fucking lie. That's that's absolutely bullshit. I so, yeah. so I, I the issues I with Green Bay. On, I was speaking on defense of Aaron Rodgers. I also just his issues involve the front office. Apparently, he hates some of the you know, higher level management. Aaron Rodgers is kind of an asshole, but you know the issue is they've spent so many first round, second round picks on defense. Yeah. In mm. in the past like eight years, they've spent their first round picks on defensive players. But here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers has an all pro left tackle, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. They re-signed his 26-year-old star running back that they didn't even really want to re-sign, but they re-signed just for Aaron Rodgers. He's right. got Devontae Adams, who mm-hmm. was a top three receiver in the NFL. You know what? Like you could do worse than Aaron Rodgers' situation in Green Bay. They and spend I, all these picks on defense because there's two sides of the ball, and they're, they're, they're competitive yeah, in the playoffs that, every year. Now that I get to be done defending Aaron Rodgers, because I thought I was I wasn't sure if we were going to defend him here, me let's get partial. Him. Fuck Aaron Rodgers, like like his, like, and maybe it's more of his fans, but like like. All you ever hear from Aaron Rodgers people, it's like, oh, if he had Belichick, he'd have 10 rings. Like, you know, no, 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 no. Now he has the coach. Now he has the coach that he specifically, the coach that's running the offense that Aaron Rodgers picked. He's, like, he's had the epitome all, of. He's had all pro tight ends. Is he's he just had like a diva? All pro wide receivers. He just. They just he don't, hasn't. He hasn't won. Compete. He's won one they championship. Just, That's that. don't it is compete. what it is. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, and you know what? When we were watching the playoffs last year, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers supporting cash that was the issue. Aaron Rodgers himself didn't rise to the moment. And you know, and that's who, what it's been you know for the past did 10 ri- years. And you know who did rise to the moment against Aaron Rodgers? Tom, Tom Brady, fucking Brady, who yeah. has a worse yeah. team by far, by far. And he, he threw four touchdowns in that game. Get the fuck out of here, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, he absolutely yeah, fuck wilts you, Aaron Rodgers. He absolutely right. wilts under the pressure, and he's won one championship in his 10 years. And when that happens, you know what the perfect parallel is? James Harden in Houston. Yes. I hate to say yes. it, but they built the entire system around him. They gave him everything he needed. And then when he failed, when it came down to him, and he failed on the biggest stages, he looked at it and he said, nah. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Get me out of here. Like, like, get me somewhere better. Is Harden like that Denver. too? Yeah, Harden. Harden, Harden I, went like, to Brooklyn, and, and I he, will not. And I, I will say, like, I, I will never fault a player for saying, like, I'm like, a star player for saying, like, I'm all set. I'm ready to move on. Like, but what about when? What What about when you go to a franchise and you oh, say, no. "I'm here," yeah. and the franchise says, "We are going to build everything around right. you." Like I understand when it's a case like I, know, Jack, Mike Jack, Trout, Mike I, Trout, I, where oh, the I baseball know, I know team doesn't guy. do a good job of building around him. Fucking yeah. Mike Never Trout. In the playoffs. Nobody knows who he is. I understand that. That's a Jared, valid I do, criticism. I, I do want to say it's I a Mike little. Di- it, I I think Green Bay and Houston are a little different because. 
Houston built the beast. Like, they they just let him do whatever they want. Like, I mean, you saw the report. Like, they would just, like, not fly out, like, for away games because, like, Harden was out. And, like, it did... Like, but like, so like they got like, Chris Paul because he wanted right, but, Chris Paul. But, but like, they saying, got Russell Westbrook because he wanted Russell oh, Westbrook. Yeah, no, like they no, listened I don't, to him. I don't think it's a like a, a one way blimp. But, but but I'm thinking like I don't feel bad for the front office of like Houston because it, they did it like easy. Like they, just... they they let him be James Harden, like which is like that's that's what Absolutely. you have to do. But like you're saying, what they enabled him basically. It's a mix of it's a mix of both. Like I, I think. Well, I would say Green Bay is not really enabling Rogers no, because no, again, I, that's, that's why always, I, that's, that's why I think it's either. different. Yeah, like I because Rogers drafted, is trying to like Rogers is a dick. Like he's a piece yeah. He's a Honestly, dick. I didn't think like, so before. Yeah. Now, but yeah, he's no, he's a, dick. Like, he's a dick. Like his family hates him. Like, how, how, is Roethlisberger just, a better quarterback? Than, so, no, 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 not even close. Well, that's the issue is that Aaron Rodgers is at his age at thirty-seven. I mean. Before he, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers was the greatest quarterback talent we've ever seen. Didn't he before under Tom Brady this year? Yeah. But I'm saying like 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 Jared, like you and I can agree. Like Mahomes, like we're we're Brady guy. Like we're like we watch Brady be the greatest, but like Mahomes is the best talent we've ever seen. Like he's so yeah, who's he's, like there like like we said on last episode. There's less than 20 guys in the NFL that can play quarterback at a yeah. high level. The Denver Broncos have none of those guys. Zero. If the Denver Broncos, who have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, some really legitimate offensive yep. weapons, a pretty decent line, if they could plug in Aaron Rodgers, all of a sudden they become like legitimate <laughs> threats to the Chiefs, you know, AFC West title. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, 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 James, just for like for your question, like there's it, it we'll, we'll even narrow it down to the AFC. There's like three guys who can who are franchise changing talent. Like who, who's top five quarterbacks right now? You would say currently, like including the draft, I guess. When, but you wouldn't when really gets, know. When Jared gets back, I'll, I'll ask him the same question. But um, top who, five in general. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say uh, pre-draft or after draft? I don't know because you. We, I'll we actually, haven't... I'll I'll leave out the draft. Like, yeah, because I I haven't seen any of them play. But um, number one is Patrick Mahomes. He's He's the greatest. Like he's yeah, unreal. Um, number two, I want to say Russ, because Russ is just he like in the league right now. Russ is just like the most dominant. Like, yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Um, three, I really don't want to say Deshaun Watson because so Tom Brady's not even in the top he's, five. He's just. I think Brady's six. I mean, you can count. I mean, Deshaun Watson being a piece of shit is, is, yeah, that's true. is yeah, separate that's from, yeah. I mean, so the question. Watson's, is, so Watson's three. Um, if my question was, who's the top five piece of shit quarterbacks? Outside? Uh, Roethlisberger, then, then Watson. <laughs> it's oh. one or the other, yeah. Uh, no, so so like, I think it goes Mahomes, Russ, Watson. Yeah. Lamar. Um, okay. Maybe Burrow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, it was, I, I just, just so I. I Patrick Mahomes, Russ, Watson, uh, Lamar, and Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, Watson, Mahomes. Russ, Lamar, Burrow. 
LP said no on Burrow, but Jared. So I, James, James's question for us. Because I, I, yeah, because I'm trying to understand like where are, these quarterbacks rank. Who are the top five QBs? I said uh, I went. Patrick Mahomes is Mahomes. the number one QB. Two, right I said. Now. Two, I said Russ. Uh, three, uh, I said Watson. Four, I said Lamar. Five, I said Burrow. Rodgers is. Oh, I forgot about Rodgers. I'm sorry. Yeah, Rodgers. Rodgers yeah. Is probably number two, but that's fair. You're thinking about dynasty. Rodgers is yeah. number two. I also assumed he's retiring, but. <laughs> yeah, I would say um, Rodgers is number two. I, I I really would. I think he's the second most talented quarterback I don't, behind Mahomes. LP said Josh Allen. I do not want to include him in in the top five. Like, I, Josh I, Allen, I would have above six. Lamar I think, and Burrow. I think I, so. Russ. I would have. Allen in my five, uh, in my six, I'd have Brady seven. I don't think. You also have Kyler Murray, who I would probably put below Burrow and all these guys. But uh, below Burrow, yeah, because he, yeah. he as he's amazing as he is, he's yeah, yeah, he he's just small, like. Yeah, I mean, but the, yeah. that's the thing. Like even James, like when once you get into like the eighth quarterback, the eighth best quarterback has flaws. Mm. You know what okay. I mean? He he's a top ten quarterback. Like, I'm just I, and I said Burrow flaws. five just because of what I saw. No, like, Burrow's I, a stud. Burrow's I was wa- stud. yeah, I was watching Bengals games. <laughs> like he, he's unreal. Like he's and he so was unreal good. with no line and 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 uh, and, and T Higgins. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I think it's okay. like eight. Oh, he's young eight. too. Is Joe Burrow still like he's in good? Like he doesn't have any injuries or anything. He tore an right? ACL last he year. He tore his ACL. Yeah. Is that he gonna mess it up? Some bad injuries. You it, hope not. It'll affect his mobility, but he was more of a throwing QB anyway, so it's not oh, a man. huge deal. It wasn't um, a great injury though. No, I mean <laughs> an ACL tear is never bad, but like we're in an era now, which you know, luckily, like ACL injuries aren't the end of your career anymore where 10 15 20 years ago like that was the it that was it like you were done after an acl tear like medicine has like sports medicine has come far enough where you can come back from an acl tear like look at running backs they're they're back in like like 10 months be better than they were before not better but like they like like at the same or maybe just a little bit less but like you can you can come back from an acl tear now um whereas like if you tear your achilles that's that's different like we're not we're not there yet with the achilles the achilles is hard because it's a tendon from your back ankle and it stretches all the way up to like your calf so like it shrivels up and if it breaks you have to replace it with a dead man's tendon yeah, like, really? It's awful. Yeah, like literally, if you tear your Achilles, they replace it with a cadaver tendon. And like, what? What the ACL? Ooh. What? Uh, just like a weird side tangent. I took a class in college of biomedical, like caviar. Weird class, and uh, we we would have it would, caviar. It was, <laughs> it was inverted. <laughs> we, uh, my professor was the biomed engineer for Boston Medical, and he had. We did five case studies with some like guest speakers, um. But he would bring in like surgeons from Boston Medical to give us like a case study, and we'd have to like figure out ways to fix it. Yeah. Um. But this like one painful. of one, but one of the guest speakers. No, it was awesome. Uh, one of the no guest no, no speakers, not you. I'm looking at Achilles. Oh yeah. One of the guest speakers that came in, she wasn't one of like the, the the case studies, but she was the head of orthopedic study at um. Uh, Boston General, uh, at Mass General, um, mm-hmm. and she actually had just 
like legit just started a company uh because her company like her research had just gotten pat had just gotten to its third stage fda trials like human trials um she was because her daughter was like 12 and had like tore her acl which is horrific <laughs> to like tear your acl at 12 yeah um because like she her daughter played soccer and like soccer oh. is one of the biggest sports in acl tears because of like it, it's like football and soccer because like all of the cutting and like cutting is like it's not a natural motion like you're not you're not supposed to like cut to your right and then push left um that that's like an easy way to tear your race like your uh your ligament there um and she had realized that like the acl issue with like the surgeries was like that they were taking the grafts so that they were taking someone else's you know or, or a cadaver or like they were pulling ligaments from somewhere else and like repairing it but it mm -hmm. like that study was showing that they after the surgery they were either coming back within the same two years or like like J james like you know our buddy who like with three of us like we we were really good friends in college like he tore his acl and like you remember like Every but like after that, like every year he was tear he's hurting his knee. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So like th that was the problem. Like she realized that. So she actually developed a uh it's called a a, a cell like a cellulose bridge, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so she it's uh bovine based, so it's it's cow like protein based. But like, it was it was a bridge and they would take the ends of your existing ACL or MCL and like thread the it cow meat. thread it through this bridge and because th they had they had figured out that your body is natural like naturally will send red blood cells and white blood cells to that area to rebuild the area so like they instead of like having to graft like the a new like a, someone else's ligament mm -hmm. they were like sewing your ligament, like your existing limit ligament to that, uh, that bridge, and it was rebuilding itself. And that's so what they like, use now. Uh, it. So I don't. I think that was two years ago when I was a senior. So like, I I think it's probably still within its its third step of trials. It's the longest. Yeah. Like the third step is always the longest trial. Um, but she had told us like they were, uh, it had. Like the at the time with, with within two FDA trials, it had the same effectivity as like the um the graft, and like they were having less people come back after, and less pain after the surgery. So like it's that's a big deal, like, potentially, and that was like a long tangent just just to say like how far like ligament med like in sports medicine have come. Mm -hmm. So like. With Joe Burrow, like, yeah, he tore his ACL. It's a horrific disaster of, like, a of an injury for someone. Like who, an up-and-coming. Right, like an up-and-coming star. But, like, it's not 20 years ago where, when you tore your ACL, they were sewing it back together with cow parts, and, like, you were like, oh, like, well, we'll see what happens. Like, <laughs> I'm half cow now. Yeah, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I, I, I think it'll be okay. And then, like, and Jared, like, to kind of tie it back to, like, the, the draft, like, now he's throwing a Jamar. Like, he obviously, he has no one on the line. Uh, but he's... Yeah, well, I mean, like, that... So, I mean, if, if I can elaborate on that, concerns on both. We talked about my fantasy dilemma last week. Yeah. 
And this is the last we'll do on football before I, I had one thing I wanted to move on to after this, but yeah, actually I have, I have a quick question before you give your point. Oh, what? Have you drafted yet? No drafting tomorrow. Okay. I, 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 I'm legitimately nervous. So little time. I just for next traded. Week. There we go. I just traded the last two picks on the draft. Okay. The 308 and 307 for James Conner. Because the Cardinals Arizona, yeah, there we go. The Cardinals didn't draft any running backs, and Chase Edmonds is the only other guy. And I don't think Chase Edmonds is a is a lead back. I think James Conner is the lead back there. So uh, I traded those two picks for him because I was doing my mock draft because I've been keeping up with a mock draft for my my dynasty league. Just you know, the first twenty four dynasty players I think will go right. And based on the landing spots of some of these rookies. It's mm-hmm. this draft class got rough quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys like Chubb, like, like for instance, Chubba Hubbard, who was this like kind of sexy running back that had. That's some... who James has in our, in our league. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. picked I picked some good ones. Well, guess where Chubba Hubbard went to the Panthers. Oh boy. Christian McCaffrey. Does that affect, <laughs> does that affect like sleeper or the drafting apps? Uh, no, right. it'll Not affect your you. status. It'll affect the number of points he gets for the rest of his life. But uh, he's got he's got maybe the best best running back in the league. In front yeah, of no, him, so. the best dynasty yeah. running back is ahead of him on the depth chart. So, uh, but you know, it, it, and that's the thing. Like all these guys are super good in theory until they find their landing spots, yeah. and you have guys that get drafted to, you know. Um, like the, the the weirdest, not even the weirdest thing. Some people saw this coming, but Travis Etienne was the second best dynasty running back prospect. He was yeah, the RB1 a year ago. He was Clemson's stud running back. He goes to Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, which sounds great until you remember that they have James Robinson, who, yeah. although he was undrafted, Damn. he was a stud last year. He was like a five yards per carry stud running back so now it's like okay is james robinson going to be the lead running back on first and second downs and travis dtn will be the third down back because if that's the case then you know james robinson's stock isn't in the toilet but travis dtn's is that sucks like i think travis dtn went from a guy that was potentially a top you know five six pick to now in super flex leagues being in the you know, in an eighteen league like I'm right. probably in the middle of the second round. So Ooh, I don't have him. Thank God. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's difficult. Like I just traded James Robinson because before and that's the thing for James Robinson. Like if you own him, you're like, oh Jesus, like they spent a first round pick on a running back. Like mm-hmm. that's probably not good. Like James I Robinson. Know, I do have him. Damn it. Fuck. Oh. I thought I, I had him. Yeah. I, I I traded James Robinson and a couple other pieces for Justin Jefferson in another okay. league, who's like a stud stud wide receiver. So, and that's the difficult thing about Dynasty is that these rookies, you know, for instance, like I've been hammering Damian Harris, who's the Patriots running yeah. back. Yeah. He is a fucking beast. He's a he's an animal. Yeah, he meets awesome. the eye test extremely well. Like he's just he jumps off the screen at you. Mm-hmm. They drafted a running back in the fourth round. I don't think that will impact him, but like the running back they drafted, Ramondre Stevenson, I thought was actually pretty good. Like when yeah. I looked at him on tape, so it's like 
you know, more and more teams are moving towards having two running backs. <laughs> we also of thought we we also thought we'd see Jonas Gray within the second week of the. <laughs> we Jonas Gray popped on the yeah. scene and rushed for two hundred yards against yeah, a really good like, defense. Oh, three touchdowns. <laughs> he had a fantastic game, and that was the only time he was ever going to be relevant. We never saw Gray. him again. <laughs> never. Oh. He was cut within. But a week. basically, so to to go back to what I was talking about earlier, yeah. My issue is that, you know, Jamar got drafted the Bengals, which is great. He gets yep. his college quarterback, the college quarterback that made him famous. He made the college quarterback famous. They have T. Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd. It's a legit, serious passing threat. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do enough, in my opinion. I think they drafted one offensive lineman. Yeah. But, just- uh, they didn't reinforce the line if, like I hoped if, they would, and they were going to yeah. have the opportunity to draft a potential Hall of Fame, and I know that's a fucking diesel ass projection. But some people in the draft, like the Lions, were ecstatic to get to want the Alabama kid. No, like, Panesa oh, was at Oregon. The the oh, line the, the lineman the left oh, so tackle. I, th- I thought you were talking about the kid from Alabama. No, the left <laughs> tackle like... that the the Bengals were gonna d- thinking about drafting besides Chase. And it was oh, like, is, hey, listen. Is that the kid who's like like seven foot and like 400 pounds? Like, there's he's, so. He's, he's massive. He's from there, Oregon. He's the best tackle prospect by far. And Joe Burrow, he had a bad offensive line last year. And everyone yeah. was like, hey, that's not going to work out well for your prize number one overall quarterback. And he fucking, he got as bad of a knee injury as a guy can get. The worst. Like, is that <laughs> besides besides to, broken knee? Yeah. Is that not enough to convince you to draft the Hall of Fame potential left tackle? And I guess it wasn't because they took Chase. And I understand the temptation because Chase is a transcendent level wide receiver prospect. And right, you know, I talked last week about evaluating him versus Najee Harris, but honestly, for both of them, both teams have awful offensive lines. Yeah, The Bengals got one offensive line prospect, and the one they got wasn't even really a surefire prospect. They kind of missed on it. In the in the Pittsburgh Steelers, their biggest criticism was, yeah, if we get Nagy, it's great, but we don't have a freaking offensive line, so it's going to be tough to run behind nothing. And that's absolutely been proven true, especially for a guy like Nagy Harris, who comes from Alabama, where they have the best offensive line in the country. Now you go to the Steelers, who have the 25th best offensive line in the NFL. I mean, you're in for a rude awakening for both of those guys. So I really don't know which direction I'm going in. I have a big-time trade-in right now for Cam Akers, who is the – Does this make it kind of, like, stressful with the 40, with the old people group? Yeah. No, this is not – so that's not the 40-year-olds group. That's the uh, That's my friend group, which is actually my number one league. Ooh. Like my personal home league, um, and you know I have I have great I have great running backs, and um, I have Derrick Henry, I have J.K. Dobbins, who was the Ravens' run centric, you know, running back that they spent the first round draft capital on. Um, I have Nick Chubb, who is an absolute beast, um, and I have Jeff. But that's the issue. So I was banking on having a guy like Jeff Wilson. They yep. draft. They draft Trey Sermon from OSU, and it's like, oh, great. So this guy that I was counting on as my backup stud running back, now they spent high capital on a on a running back. So it's yeah. like, maybe I should take Najee and just 
stick with the running back centric dynasty approach. I don't fucking Fan- fantasy is brutal on the mental. Like, it's, oh my god, it's an understatement. It's stressful. I only did it so far with you guys, and I'm honestly, I don't even know. It's well, it's, it's like it's because really once fun. you like, play for once you play for two or three years, you have situations like, you know, you feel like a you feel like up. a. Well, it's, it's like Nikhil Harry from the Patriots. That guy went ugh. in the first five picks for a shit ton of dynasty drafts. He went over guys like Antonio Gibson and stud, stud running backs or stud quarterbacks. But he, you draft him and he absolutely does nothing, nothing. for you. It's like Zero. you talk about <laughs> mental anguish. Oh my God. But uh, what I will say about fantasy, like it's – I love it for the fact that it's – I've been playing for about five years, I think, maybe four and a half. You like, haven't, for real? A long time, yeah. But, uh, like, wow. not, like, super long, but, like – Since high school, probably. Uh, Maybe, like, freshman year of college, I think. But I, I love it for the fact that it, it's gotten me more into football. Like, I – Without a question. Yeah, well, yeah like because I, you got to follow the players more, and I, I right. can see why it's, it's, it's like, fun. To... It makes me appreciate the other games, like the uh, – especially, like, <laughs> with COVID. No, no, not even COVID, pre-COVID. Like, I – it was the summer after senior year, like, when fall hit and football was coming. Like, I was – James, like, you – like, well, actually, both of you know, like, we had, like, the – we had the gazebo on the deck outside. Like, I – I brought out three TVs and I was just like, I, don't know. I was just yeah. watching three games. Like, and like, do you, have the, do you have the app thing that Jared uses to switch between the, the games? red zone? I don't, I don't have red zone. Be, like, I only because like I just, I just enjoy watching the whole game. Like, even if it's if it's nothing going on, like I just, I just yeah. like watching the schemes and everything. But like, my dad and I, we would just watch. Like, and uh, my dad and I, like, you know, we've always been close, but like we, we like now, like the, the two of us, can I just just talk about like random shit in football that that neither of us should give a shit about it at all. Like, yeah, it's fantastic. It's like, well, also, like, honestly, Red Zone's the best $10 a month that you could possibly spend in your life if you like football because if you have these fantasy teams, you know, you have the mm-hmm. the number one running back from some random team that you don't give a shit about. Like, mm-hmm. for last year, all year, I had the Browns' number one running back, Nick Chubb. And I don't care about Browns games, but red zone would flash over to the Browns right. and they're in the red zone, 20 yards out. And I would see a 20 yard touchdown from Nick Chubb and I'd be fucking, I'd be yeah. more excited than if the Patriots scored three touchdowns at once. I was like, That's my dynasty only... team just got 15 points. This at is least, amazing. At least until this year, that was the only reason I, I wasn't considering red zone because like, I was like, I have to like, I don't want to root against the Patriots. I was, I was like, ah, I don't know about that. But like, I also, and again, I I also just enjoy watching games. Like even I go, I go two screens. I go red zone on the main TV, okay, so I can keep up with fantasy. But I always have the Patriots on my laptop next to me, so and like, I can I watch the whole game of that. Right, and like LP and I, like we we talk about this. Like, there's just something about the fact that football, even now that they're 17 weeks, but like. There's just something about the fact that it, it is only 17 weeks. There is, besides like playoffs, but like you, it is so limited. Like we, we, you don't get like it, it, you, like for your team, like you don't get more than one game a week. You get, and maybe, maybe you get a Thursday and a Sunday or like a, it's a, a Monday and a Sunday or like, like it, 
it's so limited that you like you just crave that yeah, next game. It's true. Like, it, it, it's it really so is so exciting. And, and it, it it's hard to explain because and it's like and, and I talk to Kendra about it sometimes because I mean she she's great about it. Like she never gives me a hard time about mm-hmm. you know taking the Sunday to enjoy it. But like I do think she's kind of like wow, like, I don't understand how you can possibly <laughs> be so obsessed with something so stupid, like, so simple. But it's like, you know, it, it, it's true. It's like when it's only on Sundays and it's like yeah. this weekend day that you glorify. And, right. you know, for me, it's like on Saturday, I get all my things to do stuff done. It, it, it almost right. motivates me in a weird way during football season because it's like if I get everything that I possibly need to get done on this Saturday done, mm-hmm. then I can just – watch you know, football crack open a beer uh, you know I, i've tweeted about it, you know when you get everything done in your life you finish up your meal prep for the week you crack open that beer red zone uh, has 15 seconds left best. on the counter the i mean best. it's it's truly amazing and then you just sit and watch your fantasy team especially early yeah. like, like the, the first couple weeks of football when it's nice out so You're like, like oh my god 75 yard touchdown wow and like oh like and like I like I'll, I'll like I'll just I'll bri- I will carry like a fifty inch TV outside just so I can watch football outside because like the the weather is great and I like, gotta get on that wave. It is now that you have a whole like oh it is nothing is better than watching football outside and then just put like five TVs in every James room. as you know like you and I did this together Jarrett like James and I watched NBA finals outside like it was oh we were smoking cigars it was the greatest feeling ever like watching it was also it was also relaxing like we were in the middle of just you know it was the middle of new hampshire yeah (laughs) i i I gotta see if i can get uh get some electricity outside because that sounds like it's a good idea i you don't have to do that because i use a a massive extension cord i I just run (laughs) that shit all the way out the window (laughs) like uh but like like so Something about football, like despite its its flaws, like like it's just it's so entertaining. Yeah, the like, anti-football sentiment has really gone down over the past five years. Because I remember five years ago when the concussion movie came out, everybody yeah. was like, "Is football going to be over in twenty years?" Like I myself was like a big person that was like, "In fifteen years, football will be done I think, for." And it's like, I still nope, think it's not after COVID. I still think it's gonna. It's not lacking luster. I I think it'll die out eventually. But like I, I because the NBA is becoming so big, and like as like I'm I'm a big NBA fan. Like I, I like the NHL, but like something about about the NFL is just it, it's just. I think awesome. the NFL like, has a stranglehold over the NBA, and I think the NBA is in big trouble in terms of their officiating crisis. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the interests watching crisis. People complain about the past interference calls in NFL, but like when you look at the NBA with just everything is a foul. There's a like, massive officiating crisis in the NBA. Like, it's 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 bad in the last two minutes. I mean, you'd it's, think it, that it, would it's, it's an it epidemic would... of these yeah. these superstar players who basically every time they drive to the rim. And yeah. don't make the shot. They're and like res- respect to Jason Tatum because he's now getting those calls. But like, um, it's it's I, it, it, it it's a slippery slope, man. You'd think the weirdly enough, like, you'd think the NHL would get bigger for the fact that like 
there's just there's just no calls. Like there's just there's no. nothing. Um, where like, and because especially like, like I said, for the fact that like the the NFL like people are upset about like blatant pass interference calls. Like, and they're like, oh, the game's getting soft. Or like, you know, a a, a D like a, a linebacker will go, you know, fist to head against a quarterback, and they're like, oh, oh. League's getting soft. It's like no, you just can't hit a quarterback like that. Like they are the they are the money makers of the league. Of course, you can't give a, a quarterback a, con- a concussion like out of nowhere. <laughs> like of course yeah. you can't go. You can't go. <laughs> you can't go head to head against a quarterback anymore. Oh, yeah. it's soft. But like, oh, like yeah, Jared. For, for example, like last year when when Cam was like he was running out of bounds. But someone hit him head on, out of bounds, and they called like a roughing the passer or whatever, like ridiculous or unnecessary roughness. People are like, oh, it's soft. It's like, like you just don't need to do that. Like, like well, we well, well, what we have to do is we have to put people in those situations, like suit them up, yeah, and, yeah. and then like let them get tackled for like, by like have, a three hundred pound yeah. man. You have an inch left, and someone just hits you head on. Like, and then these speed. are not small people. These are like, <laughs> these are like six foot, three hundred pounds. Yeah, or like they hit you like you know a half centimeter out of bounds. People are like, oh, it's bullshit. Like, no, that man is getting hit with like, like thirty five hundred pounds of force, <laughs> like for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> like, like, you could have just let him go out of bounds. Uh, so like. I don't know. Like I, football uh, is becoming like soccer. No, thank God, no. <laughs> Some sports are, but uh. So, anyways, to to, to wrap up this episode, yeah. no. The last thing, no. I know you <laughs> don't want to end, dear listener. You're begging. You say, please, no, no, don't let <laughs> it end. Going, but yeah. but we I want have it to. Twenty minutes last. Well, listen, we're working hard. We got six jobs. This is like our sixth. Yeah, I got um, <laughs> I'm in the coal mines, man. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, I I got my second vaccine on Thursday. Oh, this is gonna be a long discussion. Man. All right, Bill Gates. No, 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 no. It'll be a short wrap up one. But uh, you know, I I I just I'm starting to allow myself to look forward to mm-hmm. some things that I have not been, you know, human some things that I've been deprived of. Yeah, you know, human interaction, <laughs> Longhorn Steakhouse, Mega Margarita, Long Pours, several different things. That was like the yeah, first yeah. thing on this list. Like, it's it's like the mango margaritas, and then it's see family. Everyone else, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I mean, I, you, I, don't, I, you don't understand how good they are. Like, I wanted to ask you guys what your uh, what what the biggest thing that you're looking forward to being able to do post, you know, full vaccination. Yeah. We can look forward to to leave us off with episode thirteen. James, I want you to go first. I'm looking forward to Six Flags. No, I that, I've yeah. been thinking about Six Flags like a lot. I'm like, yeah. bro, that's gonna be so much fun. Then we're gonna go. We have somewhere to stay afterwards. Yeah. Like it, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be like yeah. the top, you know, top five moments of my life. <laughs> I uh, I actually don't disagree. I so I think it goes like hanging like just. Just like seeing my friends, like in 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 public, or well, Jared's situation at houses, like Jared's I, situation is different because he's not with his family, so he hasn't right. really seen his family. Like we've 
but I like I can't wait to see Jarrett yeah. and you, like James. I've seen you too many times. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Um, but like I just can't wait to see friends, and then I th- <laughs> I think it goes like like Six Flags. Like I I want to go out and just like the three of us, like the, the the bunch of us, just like to do like a cool trip. It would and just be like, fun to hang out with people like stress free, you know? Right. Yeah, like I'm I looking. Think, for, I'm looking sorry. forward to having you guys over yeah. and like you know. You don't have to lie. They're, they're, yeah, I know. It's, everything after this is true. All right, come on, man. You know, there's that brewery that's like literally like a oh, five that's, minute walk. That was my number no, three. Ten minute walk. It's like yeah. I, like pre-COVID, my like, I know I live at home, but like, on uh, when I was going to work, like on Thursdays or Fridays, like my parents, like even if I had other things to do that night, like or Saturdays, like my 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 parents and I would like get a drink or two at the local breweries like outside like we, we'd be sitting like yeah and then just like go and do other things but like i i miss yeah. that opportunity to just like yeah like it would be cool like have you guys come over and like drop your stuff off and like like get yourself set up in like the little guest room or whatever and then, right like, we can go walk down to a brewery and then come back and like, right. do that whole thing we can do that next weekend actually ethan i didn't even realize that no i don't really i don't really oh the, like this that. like after the after the shot i'm kind of getting kicked to the to the side. Yeah, I like, mean, if, you were if cool, it wasn't like, you, yeah, like, <laughs> you were cool, COVID. But like, you know, I got, I got other people <laughs> I wanna, I wanna chill with. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, is there anything else, or was that? No, I think we're good. Like, I think. No, no. I mean, like, was there anything else on your list of top things? Um, of, of, of things that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, I mentioned going to Longhorn several times. <laughs> He's um, like, I just gotta, gotta do it. Oh, one, one, the probably the last thing that I'd like to mention that I'm really looking forward to post COVID mm-hmm. is like we haven't really done a whole lot of like shopping. Like we haven't gone to like a lot of like inside stores. Like I would love to go to Home Goods and just blow some money oh, on some stupid best. fucking home knickknacks that I can you know hang up or put outside or stupid things yeah. that have no use that I could spend $30 on. You know, I, I look forward to that person. No, I love, I love like, it, you know, it's a, like a weird thing I heard was so like, because we're not millennials, but like millennials killed in-store shopping. Cause they're, they're like, Oh, we on, had a, yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Like they're big on ordering online and stuff, but like we're like Gen Z technically Gen Z. So like we actually appreciate being in a store. Like and like, yeah. yeah. Like I love walking around stores. Like it, it just it just makes me happy. Like even I, I love walking around Home Goods. Oh, I, I like Newberry Comics. Yeah. Like Newberry Comics facts. Walk through a freaking Macy's and just like you know you you feel terrible as you walk through the cologne section. The people are like because they're on commission. They're like, oh, can I get you anything? You're like, no, I'm just I'm just walking through. Yeah. Like, like, I'm just uh, happy to see you. Imagine you, you give them a hug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, fuck you. Like, I, I would have made like seventy dollars with this response. cologne. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, maybe James and I will next week. We'll get back to you on the the post vaccinated life. Oh and yeah. Then... I do have one more thing though to announce before <sighs> we call. I know it does. It does involve a new update to a video game that we're all sentimental towards. Okay. There's a new. Online oh, mode. So much. <laughs> There's a new online mode in the in the uh <laughs> the top selling Super Mario Party, whatever it's called. Boo. I- <laughs> this man is texting us like four times about this. We have not responded. 
What you should ne- do is neither of us have this game. <laughs> I don't have it either. I don't even have the system. I don't have it. <laughs> My sister has that game. I don't even have it. At this point, you should just probably cut me out with the music and just end the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so next week we'll uh, we'll get back to you on the the post COVID vaccination life. Uh, we'll but, do some uh, interesting things. Yeah, yeah. James uh, James Rhodes will take us out from here. So. Thanks for sticking with us and have a great week. Showtime, go time, it's the big prize. Press. Go long, boy down, get them rings now. Yeah. Tough mind, strong ties from a small town. Press. Small fry, keep trying for your small town. Your time, go time, ain't so small now. Yeah. Have pride, ain't high, going strong now. Shout to you, big round, all the poles start to count. Bring out the gloves. Jungle, jungle, yeah. So bring out the love. See 